Pickaxe. Dariathon 2015 is this Saturday, July 11th, starting at noon Eastern. You can hear various members of the cast put on a 12-hour streaming session for you guys. We're going to have live sessions. We're going to kick the whole thing off with a mailbag because, honestly, we kind of have a feeling you guys are going to have some questions after this episode. Um, the last episode dropped, and you guys went crazy for it. It's been one of the most positive responses for any episode that we have ever had, and we want to thank you all very much. If you'd like to send in an email to ask us questions for the mailbag, send them to dnrpodcast at gmail.com. That's d-a-n-d-r-podcast at gmail.com. It really helps us out as it'll give us some talking points for the uh, for the show. I'm sure that there are going to be many of you in the chat asking questions live. We will try to get to as many of them as possible. We're going to close the whole thing out with a GMT just like we did last year. So come on out and join us. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Bad Moon Part 2 is sponsored in part by Noble Knight Games. If you go to noblenight.com, you can check out over 50,000 fantastic RPG, CCG, collectibles, minis, card games, dice, all kinds of stuff for your game night or soon-to-be game night. Or if you're just a hoarder like me who's a nerd uh, and likes to collect things, then you can find all kinds of stuff there. They have a featured page that, that has all kinds of items that changes weekly, and they're at drastically slashed prices. So go to noblenight.com and check them out. Bad Moon Part 2 is also sponsored in part by Loot Crate. If you go to LootCrate.com slash D-A-N-D-R, you can get a percentage off of your Loot Crate subscription. July's theme is Heroes Part 2. Legend of Zelda DC and a brand new hardcover book are all going to be in the Loot Crate, guys. If you haven't checked it out yet, then you really, really should. A lot of the cast is subscribed to it, and every single month when everyone gets their new crate, they kind of huddle around, and we all kind of discuss what's in the crate and kind of gush about what's in it and the new t-shirt or the new book or the new poster or whatever it is. I really want you to give it a shot. LootCrate.com slash D-A-N-D-R. Okay, I know we're all interested to get to this episode. I know we're all anxious. But one more thing. Brian Tillman, the guy running the Dark Legacy, the Dragon Epoch Kickstarter. We talked about it last week. It's a collectible card game. It's very interesting. We kind of want to see it funded because we'd like to play it. Um, we do a quick little sit-down interview with him. We're going to put it at the end of this episode. So if you're interested, stay tuned and listen. Now, without further ado, we hope you enjoy the conclusion of Bad Moon. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Jasper. Hey, this is Jasper. I play Merrick Ethelred, Human Cleric. And Xavier. I am Xavier, and I play Actaron as the Revenant Cleric. And Bree. Hi there, I'm Brianna Richardson. I play Judzia Grace, the Human Warlock. And Jamie. Hi, I'm Jamie Richardson, and I play Corey Forestkeeper, the Goliath Seeker. And Izzy. Hi, I'm Izzy, and I play Una, the Half-Elf Paladin. And Alex. Hey, I'm Alex, and I play Braylon, the Halfling Bard. And Mac. Hi, I'm Mac, and I play Kaluna Vulgaris, the Wild and Shaman. And Susan. Hello, I'm Susan. I play Airlove Grimness, the Tiefling Invoker. My God, I lost track. Where are we? Did I get Xavier? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought so. Okay, yeah. that's everyone, yeah. right? Okay. Everyone. Too many people, guys. Too many people. Let's thin this herd a bit. Hi, I'm cuts. James, and I play Dave. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 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 I knew I was going to do that. I knew I was oh, going to do my it. Bad. My bad, fearless leader. I said yes. Yeah, I asked. I asked. Now it's on It's on everyone else. I asked. No. I, was, no. Uh, I, I think I was the only one who said yes. It's good. We got it. We got it. Okay. I'm sorry, James. Disappointed. <laughs> Last time on the show, the two, uh, the, two of, uh, the two of the groups met up in Esterholt. You found out that you, you both have similar goals and interests. Uh, in that you wanted to go meet up with the Swamp Witch, and so you formed a little pact, 
and you made your way to the swamp. You started talking with the witch, and things got really interesting toward the end when she insinuated that she was a god. So how's about we pick up right there? How would you guys like to move forward? Wow. Uh, so she spoke directly to Una whenever she was talking last. Is that correct? Yes. I feel like she spoke loud enough for everyone to hear, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Actoronis was already uh, like perking up last session when uh, the witch mentioned that Una lost her faith. And then she drops that uh, god bomb right after. So he's, if no one else is doing anything, he would probably step forward one step and talk to the witch. No, I, I think, yeah, Merrick would also be like stunned. Like, wait, what? Like, yeah, what are you even, what? All over the fuck faces. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, so I guess you can't see my the fuck face, but from the back he will say, resonating from his helmet, just enough, enough of your riddles and half truth, enough of your lies and prophecies. We are here entrusting you with the well-being of our friends, and you mock us with your arrogance, and now you, you claim to be a god. You, a witch, a blood mage with powers not unlike necromancy. The gods that people worship are symbols of unity and hope and a purpose. Even the the despicable evil gods that have the cruel and the insane looking up to them. But you, if gods are like you, you're a selfish individual, then I welcome this paladin's loss of faith. So please spare us any more of your omens and riddles and tell us specifically what solution you have for our friend Merrick and what you plan to do with Miss Brianna. She's going to break eye contact with her and she's going to step forward toward Actoronis. You have the gall to call me arrogant? You travel with an Aladrin. You all have come to me so sure of yourselves. Every one of you feel as though you have such a firm grasp on the world around you. You have no idea. Do you know why you're standing here in front of me right now? Because I vowed to my friends that I would stand by their side. You're a mistake. You're an accident. And then she's going to take a step toward Corey. She's going to reach her hand up and cradle Corey's face. Obviously, Corey is much taller than this this witch. I told you you were special. You still have such a large part to play in all of this. They call you a queen, but you are so, so much more than that. You tell them when their time is done. You give them finality. Actronis is going to interrupt and say, This is exactly what I'm talking about. No more omens and riddles. We're here. We want to know what you plan 
to do with Merrick and with Brianna? And if the answer serves no one else but yourself, I'm going to have a problem with that. When the the witch is uh, is cradling Corey's face, she is petrified, and she's just staring at the ground, not making eye contact with her. She's tr- she's hearing what she's saying, but you can't read it on her face. She's just blank, faced, eyes wide open, like scared, and she's not going to say anything. She's going to turn back toward Acteronis. Very well. I suppose I have time enough for a short story. The gods that so many of you worship walk among you every single day of your lives. And if not for humanity's arrogance, there might be a bit more balance in the world that you now know. Okay. From the point where the witch was like, hey, I'm a god, to to this point, Una's just been staring straight ahead, just completely overwhelmed. And at this this little story, she'll kind of snap to and just turn her head to the witch and say, where is Cord? I suppose I should clarify. While the gods do walk amongst you, they don't exactly know it. As a matter of fact, I think I'm the only one who has any memory of who they used to be. You can thank the Eladrin for that. Haven't you all wondered why there seems to be no rhyme or reason for anything? Why good people are taken from you while the evil, heartless, cruel individuals among you are allowed to reign supreme? They're not allowed to reign supreme because people like us try our best to prevent that from happening. And even if they succeed doesn't mean they're allowed to. Can I have Jadzia just kind of like run an insight check real quick? Sure. Just to see how legitimate she is. Jadzia's going to pick up that while obviously she's being vague and sort of dodging a lot of the question. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like she's necessarily lying outright. So there is at least some truth to what she's saying. Does anybody have a super high religion that we can... I have crazy high religion. Can you roll that to see who this bitch is? Because... Yeah. At least I think I have crazy high religion. I am a fucking paladin. I don't know if that'll help or not, but... Can I do that, Jason? Can I roll to... Um, you're... Feel her vibe? Um, if it's super high, um, then we'll do something. Otherwise, this would more be uh, cursory knowledge. It would give me, like, a guess. Like a, like a, Mm. like a, hmm. Okay. Hmm. That's pretty high. 24. Twinsies! (laughs) Oh, yes, they roll and everything. Aww. So Una's kind of scanning her memory, just trying to, just trying to figure out if, if this woman is a god, like she claims, who might she be? And there, there are a few options. Nothing's quite lining up. Uh, with the the legends of these gods, like her, uh, the, the way she carries herself, the way what she's talking about, her her agenda, none of it quite measures up to what Una would know about the gods. So nothing's quite fitting. Okay. 
Because I don't know all the names of the gods in Theria. Yeah, right. And there is a specific reason I'm not released. I know. I know. Cord. I know he's one. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't Una know the gods? Yeah, but Eh. Christian people don't know about Buddhism. Buddhist gods, like. Well, Una's not a monotheist. It's like it's like a it's like being part of the Greek pantheon, but worshiping Ares. Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. What? What of the Eladrin? Why did you single me out before? Oh, Dagon. Do you remember what you were like when you came to me? Of course. Angry? Desperate? No. I'm talking about your arrogance. Your demanding tone. And that's something you shared with all of your brethren. There was once some balance. There was justice in this world. And then the Eladrin decided that that shouldn't be. And eventually they found a way to imprison us in these bodies. Do you know how many lifetimes I have lived amongst you people? So... So you did this? In retaliation? You made them disappear? Thinking it was just? I simply balanced the scales. Oh, man... I think at this point Braylon would get close to Dagon and kind of like grab his arm because he knows what's going to happen. Yeah, Corey would definitely look. She would sort of break her her frightened stupor to look back at him, knowing how he must feel right now. So upon hearing, I balance the scales. Una is going to turn around to face the witch fall to one knee, bow her head, and very reverentially just say, Alvarin. She's going to look down at Una. Ah, I see one of you as a reader. Tell me, if you could help restore us to our rightful place, what would that mean to you? Who is she talking to? She's talking to Una, but the group... Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Sorry, guys. You're all going to want to kill me in a couple seconds, so yeah. Uh. (laughs) Uh, Go on. Una's just going to look at her, and her face is a mask of terror. Less so because she's scared of the witch slash goddess, and more because she realizes the extent to the things she would do. Um, to achieve that. And she's not going to say anything and just hope that the facial expression conveys what she what she's feeling. Uh, can I inside that? Oh, boy. I don't, I don't even know if it's worth it. I, I, I'm just making it pretty on the nose. So, like, but if, you if, mean, if you could glance in that direction, you'd probably understand. The, that is clear that you would do it? Yeah, it's very clear she'd do anything. And she's terrified about that. Uh, Actronis is going to take it deep breath I like his armor is going to start like creaking as it like tries to his uh 
his chest tries to expand. But he's gonna bite his tongue. I, I, I can't... I can't hold on any longer. I think at this point, Merrick would have been starting to boil over a little bit, just like, what? Merrick's going to walk out, and he's going to walk... If, is, there, is it possible for him to walk between the witch and Una towards the door? Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, I don't know how it's positioned in here, but he he's just going to be fed up um, and just exasperated, and he's going to sort of bump his way through between... Kind of brushing Una on her knee, not on her knee, but I mean, as she's on her knee, brushing by her, and just walking out the door, not like into the swamp, but just out of the of the place onto the porch or the patio. Is Merrick near Jodzio when he does this? Like, were they standing near each other when he first started to leave? Basically, it's just he's making a beeline for the door, not scared. He's just like. This is bullshit. And that's the look on his face. Judzie is straight up terrified. Like, she looks like a little bunny in a trap. But if she thinks that that Jasper is going to walk anywhere near the witch, I think she would reach out and try to get him not to because she's scared. So, like, acrobat... That's an arcana check, right? Um, (laughs) Acrobatics? Um, Athletics. Athletics. Even worse. You're you're probably going to get away on just character reasons. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> I got you. So it's I mean, not you, forceful. It's just yeah, like on just, the wrist, like. And then if you turn around to look at her, she is going to be begging you with her eyes, like, "Please do not." Okay. Yeah, Merrick would turn around. Like, he's not gonna be. He's not forceful. He's not like about to blow up and explode. He's just utter. This is just utter bullshit to him. And he's gonna look back at Jadzia with with like dagger eyes, not like I hate you, but more like not now. Not now, and he's gonna just—he's gonna pull away from her. But not—he's not gonna try to hurt her or, or like jerk her away. But and she'll get brushed off pretty easily at that point. Yeah, I mean, it's—he he gets it, but he's just like, Mm-mm. and he's gonna walk straight through to the door. He's just gonna walk outside the door. He's just like, I'm out of this room. Kaluna has been stunned this entire time, just like, holy shit, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? We only understand half of these words. What? And um, they're gonna follow him, but they're gonna sort of clearly fucking terrified and they're just sort of gonna nod at the witch just sort of like hey hi uh-huh very very carefully avoiding her <laughs> she would make uh she would she would be watching both of you the entire time just there's a sh- there's 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 um there's a self-assuredness coming from her arms arms down not defensive in the least not and there's there's a party of very powerful people in this room, and you all want things from her. So it's not, yeah, it's 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 eerily, uh, it's eerily off-putting. That's actually one of the things that's that's starting to piss him off, or just getting frustrated. Merrick is her utter arrogance, <laughs> and it's just it. it it's the kind of thing that he wants to ignore and roll his eyes at, but it it's just front and center in his face, kind of like screaming at him, and he just cannot handle it. Anyway, so he makes it, as long as somebody else is trying to stop him, he's just going to get outside. Like, if there are, or if there are some steps going down into the, you know, into the, off of the house, he's just going to walk a few steps away. That's all. The witch is going to reach down 
and put her hand underneath Avuna's chin and direct her, uh, direct her gaze up. The afterlife that you so desperately craved. The truth of the matter is that was stolen from you. And that's another thing you can thank the Eladrin for. Una will rise to her feet with intense purpose and just look directly at the witch and say, you understand justice and fairness. Help our friends and I will do everything to restore the gods to where they belong. Retaliation is not justice. Mind your answer, Paladin. Shut up, Tin Man! Um, the witch is going to hold up her hand. I feel like things are getting tense. There's no need for such animosity. The Eladrin were dealt with for a number of reasons. It wasn't simple vengeance. I'm quite beyond that. Believe me, I've had centuries to think about it. Um, and she's going to give a glance over to Dagon when she says it. You know what you won't find in the books you read about gods? You won't find what the Eladrin actually did. For all their grandiose, overreaching pomposity, there are two things that they are good at. One, they're good at knowing when they've gone just a little too far. So they try to hide it and strike it from the record. And two, and she's going to, she's going to continue to look at Dagon as she approaches Bree of the races on this world. They do show the most follow through. If they say they're going to do something, they normally do. And then she's going to look over to Bree. How is Bree reacting right now? Oh, she's fucking petrified. This, like, first of all, that's a hell of a lot to lay on somebody, and, and she's just standing there, kind of just shuddering almost. But she is going to speak up after after a second, especially when the, the witch takes a step toward her, because she's, uh, Bree's actually kind of afraid that she's going to touch her. I still don't understand. Why do you need me? How do I fit into any of this? The witch is going to... She's going to start to take this party in. Um, because she can feel... She can feel everyone in the room looking at her. I'll tell you what. Normally, I lack the patience for something like this. And I won't lie to you. Time is of the essence but I'll let you all ask any questions that you want if it will speed this process up. And to answer your question, and she's going to look back at Bree, I just need your body. You are the key to so much. In a few months' time, you could end this spell that has us tied to mortal bodies. As far as I know, I am the only one who has any knowledge of their true place. And I am shackled here. And I am chained to this vessel. 
in this place. And you could end all of that. There's going to be a look on Bree's face that's just... It just still, I, I don't understand. I don't get it. Una's going to step forward and just say, How? How does her body help you? What would you do with it? There are so few with the power that I need. There's a seal on the edge of the world that is lie dormant for millennia. That's the key to all of this. I need her to help me open it. I need her to help me leave. And she is not leaving this place tonight. I have come too far, and I have waited too long for someone like her to come along. Acteronus is going to make a step forward again. He's going to say... If you're a prisoner and you've been imprisoned wrongfully, then help us find proof of that. Because I have never and I will not let a prisoner free that doesn't deserve it and that tries to fool us into helping them. If you want something this bad, you need to earn our trust. You need to earn this. But if you're going to take it by force... We're going to have a problem. Jason, on that note, is there some, like, role I should make, like, to know what the world was like when gods were active? Was it like the Titans, where it was just general hell for all humans? Or was it, like, a better place? You can roll You can roll a history or religion check. Okay. Uh, religion. Yeah. Ooh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Mr. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the thing. A lot of the stories about gods and the, the, the kind of cornerstone of the faith-based lifestyle in theory it comes from is this build-up, some, some gone and forgotten, almost forgotten time that uh, there's, 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 there are gods looking out for, for people and that there is justice and balance. And, you know, if you pray to a god that would help you with your crops, your crops will come in and you can make a living and your family will be fed. And, you, I mean, there is... There is a reason for all things happening. Um, and it, it, it's this send up to a better time that is just lost. And what's odd is um, there's been a double down effect where the worse things get in Theria, the more people believe in these gods that have shown no proof of existing for you know centuries and centuries and centuries. But there's just this belief that there's a plan. There's there's something's coming. It's gonna it's it's gonna even out. It's gonna be okay. So. God's being back sounds good to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is there any assumption at all that Merrick would be listening in and can hear all of this, even though he's outside, or is he just, like, gone? I don't want him to go too far away. I just want to, just for Is for he just, not, like, purposes. out on, the, out on the, the porch? Yeah, like, just a few steps away. Like, he's just, like, pit, like he doesn't want to be in that room anymore, but... Well, have him roll a perception check. Okay. I just want to see if he's paying attention to this enough that he could actually respond to it or whatever. 17. You would be picking up every, every like, you know, third word, something like that. Yeah. yeah you can pick up the general vibe, the way the conversations go. You can hear people getting frustrated. You can hear, yeah, you, you can kind of pick up the vibe, but not specifics. It's like you hear a couple arguing in the next room, but sure. they're using their inside voices. 
Sure. It would be enough, I imagine, though, for him to be able to come to the door and, I imagine, tell me if this is not cool, um, to be able to come to the door and just basically get everybody's attention just for a second. Like, does everybody notice that he's there again? He's just going to not yell, but he's just going to be, just to make sure he's heard, he's going to be, be firm about it. You're buying this bullshit? All of you, you're buying this. You're buying everything she says. Una? He's going to look dead at Una. Seriously? When he says that, can can some of us roll an insight check? On her or Merrick? On her. On her. Yeah, on her. Um, go right ahead. Do I get to go again? Yeah. Almost a crit. Yeah. I just feel like it's so hard to believe. For sure. I don't know where my insight check is. Aw, yeah. Can I call a mulligan? (laughs) (laughs) I got a 30 fucking four. There is no way I didn't see everything in her soul. I got a crit. (laughs) So I saw her two souls. That is true. (laughs) Braylon, Una, Jadzia, Corey. These individuals are going to come to, to the conclusion that either this woman is telling the truth or she is so overpoweringly insane that she believes it's the honest truth. Kaluna's just going to glance nervously, <clears throat> like, witch to Merrick, witch to Merrick, like, ah. Uh... Um, the witch is going to turn toward Merrick. You don't have to believe me. I really don't care if you believe me. I'm telling you what's going to happen here tonight. Now, that doesn't mean that I wouldn't reward you for doing so. There are certain things that I could offer in exchange for you bringing me her. She's saying this directly to Merrick? or I'm, uh, She is saying it to the party. Like, okay. everyone. Okay. okay. You've all lost people in your lives. Mothers fathers, brothers and sisters, good friends. Many of them were taken from you unjustly, completely out of your control. Help me get back what is already justly mine, and I can bring them back to you, just as you remembered them completely intact. Brandon's going to step forward and he's going to let go of Dagon. He's, I think it's the first time he's going to show he's been he's physically upset and he's going to romp or stomp directly up to the witch. Look up at her. I'm assuming she's taller than me. Obviously, everyone is. <laughs> she's not She's not crazy tall, though. No, but <laughs> yeah, yeah but she's, I mean, everyone's crazy tall to me. Right. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to look her straight in the face and he's going to say, if you're a just god and you're one of the good ones, and he's going to do air quotes, if we let you go, do we let the other ones go too? The bad ones? The ones that they tell you at night to scare you? There's always a price to pay. But I can tell you that I will do everything in my power, just as I did before, to keep that balance. I will warn you, though. And she is going to look over at Jatsia. Thanks to one of you, we're on a much tighter timeline than I would have liked. What? Say what? 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 
I already oh, know because you sold the fucking souls to that crazy demon thing. No, that couldn't be it. Just no, just look at the camera it. and do like the exaggerated office shrug. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, no, it's true. I did fuck it all up. I knew that was gonna help. Let me let me ask let me ask a question because Bree is going to start looking around immediately, and she's gonna look to Una. What would Una's reaction to this be? Oh, God. Yeah, see? You're all talking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The second the Brie looks at you with those fucking puppy <laughs> eyes. No, it's... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna interject, but... You're go ahead. I'm not gonna say anything, no. Do it. I, I think Dagon would, would step forward at this point. Um, and just say... Uh, no. If the Aladdin imprisoned you in this body... They had a very good reason to do so. Do you know what that reasoning was, Dagon? It's because they wanted their place at the top of the food chain. You're twisting your words just to make them sound evil. But you, you and your spite, and you call me arrogant. You're no more a god than you are a demon. Let me paint a picture for you. And she's going to step a little closer to Dagon. Mm. I have been trapped here for millennia. I have lived a hundred lives. Body after body. And then I reached this one. And for some reason or another, I could remember. I could remember the endless years of toil trapped here thanks to your people. I could remember a hundred deaths, sometimes cut down as a merchant, sometimes as a baker, sometimes as a hunter, but all of them well before when I should have died, all because of your people. Their lust for power, their greed, is why I'm here. I'm just trying to write what's wrong, Dagon. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt anyone here. But I don't want to live amongst you anymore. It's not my place. Una's going to kind of snap out of her kind of shocked uh, horror at the thought of what she would do uh, to save the gods. And she'll look over at the witch and just say... I believe that you are who you say you are. Merrick, doesn't it just make sense? You've been in the world. It's crazy. It's fucked up. Everything is wrong. What we need to do is to help this goddess retain her place. But not with Bree. If you need her power, she has that power. It's within her. She can wield it. She has killed a legendary dragon. She knows her strength. We will go. The two of us, maybe more of us, we will break the seal for you. Cure my friend's lycanthropy. Help us. And we will do this for you, I swear on my life. But you don't need her body. Do I have to roll a diplomacy check? Um, go ahead. 
I mean, is it optional? Because if I can optional, then I'm going to pick no. That's up to you. If you if this is optional, you don't have to. Well, it helps. But well, okay. I mean, if you rolled high, it would help. If you rolled low, no. Otherwise, there's there's a response. Okay, uh, party. Do you think I should roll a diplomacy? What's your mod? Uh, plus seventeen. Yes. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Have you listened to the show? Yeah, but is he's track record? I'm not too sure. I mean, I, could do, right. I, I can do something to help, but I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to pick up on Play the cues that she yeah. would she would be you talking start... like, you know, I wouldn't be able to tell like, does she need my help or like? You just start singing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. So should I roll? This. Yeah. Consensus is yes. Roll it. Yeah, it can't hurt. Oh, I mean, the worst that could happen uh, is nothing. That's the way. Twenty-four. Okay, not bad. Oh, man. Hey, d- 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 we look. We look at the total, not the roll. <laughs> it's not a one. The witch is going to step forward and square up with with Una. And again, Una is taller than her, obviously. Like I said, I don't want to hurt anyone here. But in case you haven't noticed, the young lady does not have much time left. Yeah, Una hasn't noticed that. Like, I, I don't know. Would you, would you I imagine Una wouldn't notice that kind of thing because she thinks of Bree as so strong that, like, whenever Bree showed those weaknesses, she would just ignore them. Yeah, honestly. Uh, she's going to level her eyes at Bree. You were never meant to be given that gift. Your body can't channel that much power. And she's going to move over to Bree. And put her hand on Bree's cheek and Bree is going to instantly tense up. How long did you really think that was going to last? There is so much rage in you. So much hurt. This is your release. This could be your end. And it would make the world a better place. Which is exactly what you're trying to do now. But you could do it on a global scale tonight. And she is clearly just speaking to Brie. Like, she's clearly trying to convince her of this. Like, that is that is her goal. To kind of break the train of thought, like that, in the case Brie might even consider it, Actronis is going to speak up. He's going to tell the witch, you said we could ask a question. I did. Then he's going to turn his head uh, to towards Una, and he's going to say, "Una, why did you lose your faith in Cord?" Una's going to look over him, kind of like irritated because she's freaked the fuck out for Bree. Um, but yeah, so she'll just like swing her head over, um, and kind of do that thing where you that you could drag your eyes up and down somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like, "Fuck you, man." Um, <laughs> And uh, let's just say, look, I died. I wanted to die. I wanted to go to heaven, my heaven, Cord's heaven, and I didn't. There was nothingness, black, empty, silent nothingness. So all you've done, you've done for that ultimate goal, for that ultimate reward. All the battles you've fought, the lives you've taken, the wars you've waged. 
Was that all just for gain? For afterlife pleasure and glory? I'm just, I'm not saying that you should have ever had faith in Cord to begin with. I'm just saying that I'm not quite sure you've ever had faith in Cord. Not like Craig has. Uh, what I mean is, there's merit to being a legend, to reaching glory, but you act as a symbol to others. In death, you inspire the living. But if you truly believed in Cord, you would have been seated at his side when you would be riding into battle. You would have feasted on the battlefield, being a Cord follower. You would have been at his side at all times in this world. Everything you've done, all the courage, the bravery, everything. You would have seen Cord walking on this world. No, I don't think you've ever been blessed by Cord or believe in him. Una's going to straighten up. So, so tense, her back actually cracks as she's straightening up. Just pulling herself up to her full height. Like, she can't even stomach that she's in his presence. She said, I lived and died for the Temple of Cord. Those paladins, my brothers and sisters, Craig, my father. I followed him. I learned everything from him. I do everything I do. I did everything I did, not for heaven, but so that I could honor my brothers and sisters, my father, and join them when I died. And then she's going to look over at the witch and just say, Who is Cord? Do me a favor, everyone, roll perception. Aw, man. Shocker. Shocker, everyone I know. I'm not going to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Corey got a three and she beat me. She she's tall. She can see a lot of things. Brailing, Brailing, get over here. We're friends. I'm I'm picking my nose. He's looking for food. (laughs) This whole night is a mulligan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actoronis, Dagon, Kaluna, Merrick. All of these people, during this exchange between Actoronis and Una, there are two specific times where a smile creeps across the witch's face. And the first time is when Actoronis mentions Craig's faith in Cord, and the second is when Una flat out asks who Cord is. The witch almost gives a chuckle. My dear, you have no idea the irony of this situation right now. Believe me, if we reclaimed what was rightfully ours, the gates of heaven would be open to you long ago. Oh my god! Okay, um... I'm just gonna stare at her in, like, profound frustration and disbelief and just say, Who is he? She's going to lean in. Your mock father. Una's gonna... just freeze. Because she knows what, what the witch means by that. Like her whole, her whole face just changes into one of profound sadness, and then she'll look over at Bree and just say, 
Why didn't you tell me you were dying? Because it doesn't matter. Look, I figured I was going to die a long time ago anyway, and I just wanted to do as much as I could with the time I had left. Uh, Una's going to walk over to Bree and put an arm around her. Um, she understands that sentiment. And then she'll look at the witch and just say, Look, you let me and Bree and maybe some other people go and break the seal and release you. You can stay here in safety and Bree can have however much of her life is left. Uh, do I have to do another diplomacy? Um, yeah. That's pretty good. I can't let her leave. I don't have much time left. She has less time. There is a war in the underworld right now. Everything has a price. And one of you saved your own life. The price for that is a detrimental shift in power. If we don't get back what was taken from us and return balance soon, there may be far crueler things in Theria than there are currently. I can't let you walk out. I can't let you take her. I've just waited too long. Corey's going to sort of timidly, because she is very frightened right now, she's going to sort of timidly, but, like, she's forcing authority. Like, it's obviously a a mask of sorts. And she's just going to say, you speak of power, and all we ask is that you show us. Heal my lichen friend. Heal me. And... I will help you. I cannot speak to everyone else, and she's going to sort of look around and then say, but if you do this, I will be indebted to you. Dagon's going to look over at Cory, and uh, uh, he'll say, Cory, what are you doing? You can't put any trust in this woman. She's not going to help you. She'll make eye contact with Dagon, and obviously her face just, it's dripping of, of solace. But she's just gonna, she's gonna take a knee. She's gonna bow down and put her head to the ground. The witch is going to move toward Cory. There is a process to remove your friend's lycanthropy. I could do that tonight, on the spot. But what do you mean... That you wish to be cured. What do you think is wrong with you? Uh, Corey's just going to keep her head to the floor and sort of like she's recalling what happened the last time that she was with the witch. Uh, and she's just going to say, You said I bring death with me everywhere. I don't want to cause that same pain that I've seen already with my travels to the people I'm currently adventuring with and I would do anything to ensure their safety my dear death isn't a curse for you that's what you offer 
the only reason that you're a risk to those around you is because your soul is fighting to reclaim what it so rightfully deserves. That's why your friend is standing here now, and she's going to motion toward Acteronis. That's why so much hardship has befallen your party. You lack control. You've forgotten who you once were. But all of that is going to change soon. And you're going to be restored to your former glory. Um, Corey's just gonna slowly pan her head up to meet the witch's gaze. And she is sort of speechless because she's not fully understanding. Like, she, she understands, but her, her, her mind and her heart aren't gonna let her understand that. Do you know what I mean? You know, like, when you have mm-hmm. that feeling, you're just like, that can't be right. Um, Actoronis is going to snap and say, Cory, stand up. If you are as powerful as this woman says, you need not bow before her. Stand up. Jason, is there some sort of role I should make to see if I understand that what she's talking about? Because Erna Love might have a rela- reaction. Give me insight. <laughs> God damn it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Stop asking to roll things. Yeah, okay. I just roll. <laughs> Seriously, that's it. never worked out for anyone. Oh my god, insight is 15. It means nothing when you roll a one. Would it, I mean, would it Would it be a religion check, maybe? Oh, god damn it. It was insight for that specific. Like, oh that's basically god. to see how well you were paying attention, how well you can read between the lines. Oh, because You're going to make me throw up, Jason. I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> Some reaction. God damn it. <laughs> well, would anyone else? Can I? Looking I mean, everyone can everyone? roll. Everyone who's within earshot could roll. Sure. Can I figure it out? Yeah. Just like, not in real life? Like, can that just be a thing? They called her queen. I, I totally got this I don't shit. get it. Merrick's got this shit. Merrick doesn't even believe it, and he knows. Um, Kaluna, Jatsy, Merrick, Una. Kaluna, Jatsy, Merrick, Una are all going to put the pieces together and understand what this witch is trying to tell Corey. Kaluna's taking a big step back. Damn it. Okay. Merrick's had enough. He He's going to try to command everybody's attention for a second. He's just going to... He's kind of blowing up. Not like angry. He's not gonna, like about to wolf out. He's just like, enough. Like, are you idiots? Listen to what she's been saying to you tonight. She's insane. She's completely insane. Listen, she's offered what to you? And, and Merrick's going to look around at everybody in their eyes, especially the people he knows uh, in his in his own group. She's offered to bring back your loved ones. You're going to be back together with the people that you've lost. She's Una, and he's pleading with Una. Una, she's told you that your your father is Cord. She's he's going to look at Corey and say, she just told you that you're actually a god and you're all buying this. Are you kidding me? What else could she say? And back in the backyard, I have a big pot of gold you can take whenever you leave. What else is she going to say? He's completely exasperated. Corey is like so entranced. She's literally like deadlocking 
um, the witch's eyes. And though she's hearing Merrick, she's not really she's not really processing it uh, in her brain because she's so stuck on what was just said and she's trying to figure out what it means because she doesn't want to say it in case she's wrong but she's just going to be looking up expectantly at the witch the witch is going to be looking at Corey and hearing Merrick yelling across the room she's going to break her gaze with Corey and then turn around and hold her hand out from across the room toward Merrick and this black purplish swirling darkness is going to shroud her hand oh shit uh. does a 42 beat your fortitude Merrick <laughs> That's not twenty, um, dude. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not about twenty. Miss you, dude. Uh, my fortitude's a twenty. So. Okay. Merrick is going to fall to the floor, and he is going to be in crippling pain. And the witch is going to slowly walk toward him. Kaluna will block her. Are we all just letting this happen? No. Um, again, her hand's still outstretched. She'll stop. And then she's going to make a fist. And that pain is going to intensify tenfold. And Merrick is going to let out an ear-splitting shriek. As it feels like his intestines are being pulled out. And then after about five seconds, she's going to let her hand loose again. And that shroud of black-purple is just going to dissipate. And slowly but surely, Merrick is going to start to recover, and that pain is going to cease. Kaluna is going to step up to the witch. Right up in her face. And um, they are clearly, like, shitting themselves with terror. Like, they're shaking. But they're still going to lean down close to her face and growl we don't care what you are if you touch him again and they're just they can't even finish their sentence they're just going to snarl at her the witch is going to lean in toward Kaluna I told him there would be pain and then she's going to lean back Kaluna's going to spit at her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they can't really do anything. They're just petty what, gestures at this point. In her face? Or... Um, mm, you know what? Kaluna's an idiot. Sure. Well, do we do we all think that she attacked him? I would think from our, from our point of view, it looked like she did, right? Mm. Or, or, or can we roll some sort of insight on that to know that... Maybe um, okay. she was. Well, I would let everybody him. roll an insight on that one just because there are two different ways you could perceive that. Yeah, because she did say at the end, I said there would be pain, so. Oh. Braylon ain't seen that. Oh, man, I don't Holy not... fucking shit, guys! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I'm actually not going to roll because I think. Oh, not stealing my goddamn thunder. You know what? Sure. Sorry. Sorry, sweetie. Look at that crit. Oh, fuck! Oh, back. Three crits in a fucking. God damn it. Nothing uh, special. Did we the need those crits for the possible one? Fuck. 
<laughs> I like well, Merrick's little guy. Just like this. This could prevent a battle, so it's okay. good. Um, Jadzia, uh, Jadzia, Aralove, Una, Kaluna, Merrick are all going to come to the conclusion that the witch wasn't attacking Merrick uh, so much as offering help for the lycanthropy that she did. She did state, this is going to be more pain than you've ever been in in your entire life. And, you know, get, get ready for that. And then Corey had just asked, well, prove it basically. And, uh, Merrick was now, now the thing is the rest of the party, Braylon, Dagon, Actaronis would look at it from the perspective of Merrick was mouthing off, telling everybody not to believe her. And she attacked him. Can I take back the spitting thing? <laughs> Quick, Merrick, say something. Wolf out or try to wolf out. Come on. I, I I mean I imagine he's probably sort of he's not like yay and no like he's this is, yeah. he's more or less almost catatonic so I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave him on the on the ground. He's, he's dealing with this shit, and the witch is standing there with that yeah. utter confidence. Like that, her expression hasn't changed the entire time, so it's it, it's very difficult to read what like what she's trying to get across. She's very she's very cryptic in in a lot of the things the, the way she carries herself, what she says, how she speaks. Just want to say that my hand is reaching for the hilt of my scar blade in slow mo. Yeah, likewise. Like he's Braylon, definitely. Well, okay. The rest out. of the party will be able to piece this together, and they're going to see uh, at least Braylon and Actaronis start to reach for weapons. Um, whichever one's closest to me, I I don't know either of them though. Uh, hey, what's Valus up to? Valus <laughs> is looming Hi, behind. Uh, Jadzia this I assume time. that like Jadzia has been squeezing his arm this entire time. Yeah. Like that's just I what's been he happening. Was here. Yeah, he <laughs> he's not saying shit. This is this is Jadzia is terrified and she is squeezing him. Uh, is Erlov by either of them, Braylon or Actronus? I'll say I am. I am okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, she'll reach out, touch their arm lightly, the one that's pulling the weapon, and kind of in awe of what. Has all been happening? Did did you just cure him of being a werewolf? Yeah, awe is completely on her face. Like she, God, oh my God, gonna bring back an Eden. Like she's like enamored with this, with everything that's happening. Your friend should be fine now. He shouldn't have to worry about his temper anymore. And hopefully that'll be the proof that you require. Um, when Kaluna finally figures out, oh, oh, she was helping and I was a dick. <laughs> They're gonna just sort of look down, sort of sheepishly, and mumble, thanks. Um, she's not gonna say anything. She's just sort of looking, just sort of looking at Kaluna. But, uh, yeah, not, not say anything. Again, her facial expression isn't changing. So it's, uh... Yeah, again, kind of tough to read. They're going to shuffle their feet uncomfortably. She's going to turn back toward Corey. Before you got to this body, the Goliath, you've been through hundreds like it. You've probably been every race, every gender, and now I have found you. I have yet to run across all of you. And I only have cursory memories of past lives. But I do know this. What I have is fleeting. When this body 
eventually dies, I'll lose that memory. And I may not get it back in the next. It may take several lifetimes. I remember having it a few centuries ago in another life. I remembered who I once was. And I remember being trapped. I actually thought ending my life would cure me of that. I just found another body. And that's when I finally figured it out. Everyone do me a favor, roll insight check. I don't like this. Damn it. Fuck yeah. Merrick, Kaluna, Aralov, Jadzia, Una, Braylon. There is something very menacing about what she just said. And that's the first time that you're picking up that the whole everything has a price thing may be a little bigger than what she's letting on. She wants to kill everyone so that there are no more bodies left to jump through, jump, jump, jump into, and she goes into. And Merrick's the only one who got that. Yeah, so she can yeah. be a god again. Good job, Merrick. And we already probably won't be. Probably okay, Merrick, do you want to explain that to the rest of us in character? So wait, wait, let me make sure I understand. So she's, I, I know that this was just said. I just want to make sure that I understand. So she's suggesting that her plan is, since she keeps jumping into new bodies, if she gets rid of all the bodies then there's no place else to jump to except for back to where she's supposed to be. Right? Yep. Well, how does she know that? That's her... That's her... That's her. She doesn't. That's just her guess. Yeah, that's that's I mean, her guess. Is like, yes. if, if there that's are no her... more spots to fill, then... But that's boom. her plan B, right? Her plan A being getting Bree's body and getting her do. powers yeah. back. I don't know. I mean... Wonderful. Does that... I'm not sure those are two so, different plans. Basically, <laughs> if we don't help her... <laughs> Everyone dies. Wait, I mean, again, or I'm not sure. Or is it the other way around? If we do help her, everyone dies. Yeah, Jason, is that part of the insight in any way? That, that, that she, is she talking nope. about... Okay, there's no way to know that... I'm not sure that she's talking about two different things here. Just fucking ask. Ask her. Yeah. Uh, how's Merrick doing over there? <laughs> He's okay? He would, he would start to recover. He's okay. starting to... Okay, so then he'll... He's gonna... He's gonna get up slowly... I'm sure he's a little bit wonky, but um, he's going to get up slowly and sort of get his balance for a moment. And he's going to step forward. And he'll just ask her that point blank. So, is your plan for everyone to die so that this can happen for you? Or is that your alternate plan? if we don't do what you want us to do. She is going to approach Merrick. The plan is to use her body and she's going to motion over toward Bree to open that seal and end all life. That's the only way to be sure. Awesome. Really well, down loud. Well, oh, bitch, fuck you, though. Well, like, oh, I've got a plan. Uh, no, we're not going to kill ourselves, on. you dumb bitch. Hang on. Uh, 
Hang then on. she's crazy. We got it. Okay. <laughs> Corey's gonna sort of stand up, and she's been like processing all of this the whole time everyone's been speaking. Um, and she's just gonna ask after after her answer from Merrick. Is there any other way we can free the gods without there being more death? Right now. And she's going to look over to Jadzia. Your husband is waging a war. Dude, fuck you. Excuse me, her ex husband? <laughs> That was like, oh well, man, she knows what to fucking do, right? Like, did they legally get divorced though? I'm not, I'm not sure. Somebody if dies in Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm a widow death. technically. Taking notes. They never actually legally got anything because I don't think he'd sign anything. You released a very powerful soul to the wrong demon. And that demon is using it as leverage to gain control. There's an expression among the Eladrin. At least there used to be. Rima Akish Athil. Beware the bad moon. In three months' time, that seal needs to be opened. Or I miss a window. In that time, the demons will take control and they will be free. And I wouldn't have the power to stop them. Now, I can understand why all of you would be wary of me wiping out all life on this world. But I would have the power to bring you back after I ascend, you would be reunited with your loved ones. You would have the lives that have been taken from you. I can bring about justice. If you'll just let me have the girl. One life for the lives of so many that have been taken from you. Can we insight to see how true that is? Please like, do. That she actually has the power to do that. Come on. Um, Merrick, Una, Kaluna. You are getting the sense that while most of what she's saying is true, bringing people back may not be the highest of priorities for her. Maybe bringing back the people she feels needs to be brought back or deserves, but not everyone. Is there a role that we could do to see? Because I think, like, I, I feel like everyone is sort of thinking it would be Raven Queen. Is there a role to see if that would be the type of power? Well, I mean, after if you ascending? run a religion check, you'd know what. I mean, it's it's a weird thing to think about, but if you are who she says you are, then that would be an indication as to like what your power would actually be like you know how much control over that you'd have okay I have really crappy religion but I'm gonna try it Dagon would know it looks like it yeah only... but I didn't roll very well no oh, crit fuck yeah Corey is 
well, two things are going to happen with Corey. Corey, firstly, is going to realize that if what the witch is saying is true, that her power would be finality. Her power would be to decide who lives and who dies. Now, that's not just people who die naturally in the world. It's like, oh, this isn't your time. Go back. There's an element of that, too. But all death. Um, this 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 extends to like sickness and and there's 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 like this is a huge amount of responsibility. But more to the point, Corey is going to very 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 briefly get this glimmer, like a feeling, more than anything, more than a memory, a, a feeling that what this witch is saying is is absolutely true. So uh, after. The, the witch says her piece and Corey sort of notices that everyone else is 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 thinking because she didn't see the the uh, the witches she didn't roll a very good inf- insight to notice that the witch was being menacing so she is just gonna say I can do it I can I can bring everyone back I I think I can do it Love hasn't picked up on any of the cues so far, so she's gonna look over to- I don't want to interrupt, but she's gonna look at you like super like, why do you all of a sudden think you could do this? Like, that's the look on her face. Like, where is this coming from? <laughs> like, you are an archer. Why do you have the- like, how do you have the power to bring people back? That is a big long look on her face, but <laughs> if you pick it up and see me making that face- I would think so, because after she says this, she would sort of be looking around the room to gauge everyone's reaction to what she just said. She's a little unsure of herself, only because she went from fucking terrified to confused, and now she's slowly starting to understand. Um, and she's going to look at our love and then look towards the witch, since she hasn't come right out and said it. Corey's going to look at her deadlock in the eye and say... Alvaron, say my name. State my name. They call you the Raven Queen. Oh, <laughs> Holy shit! Who? You everyone going to the forums. <laughs> They're talking about it right now. As we speak. Um, the witch is going to, after she says that, There is a balance in all things, though. You won't be bringing everyone back. There are those of us who would... object. But we could start clean. This world has already slid too far. We can bring back the worthy, the just. Alright, Actarius is going to slam the bottom of his glaive on the ground and say... I've made my mind enough of this. Everybody on this land deserves to live. And it's it's not up to you, so-called gods walking among us, to say otherwise. And now that I know I have three months to figure out if whatever you say is true, and that the Eladrin did imprison you wrongfully, then so be it. I will help you break that seal and wage that war. But if I find out that they did the right thing and shackled you. I will be guarding that seal 
and waging that war myself. Um, Dagon will probably step forward and look at the witch and just say, uh, where are they? The Eladrin. Yes. Uh, the witch is going to step right up to Dagon. Uh, almost nose to nose, looking looking up at him. And then she's going to scoop Dagon's hands up in hers and, and hold them. Do you remember when I said earlier that your people tend to have more follow-through than other races here? That once they put their mind to something, they don't stop. In this case, that was a problem. And if they found out that I was aware of who I actually and truly was, they would try to stop me. I couldn't allow that to happen, Dagon. I eliminated as many of them as I could. And for that, I thoroughly apologize to you. You are so much better than them. The ones that are left, like you, are all that remain. What do you mean, the ones like me? Who's out there? Where are they? I, I, I've been looking for around a hundred years, and you're telling me they're out there and I didn't run into one of them? It's a big world, Dagon. You needed that lesson, though. You needed to search. You needed the time to think. Like I said, you are so much better than the Elatrin. You've become something greater. Don't flatter me. Everyone disappeared overnight. In an instant. And you're telling me some are gone and some are displaced? This doesn't make sense. It was an instant to you. But that took a very long time to set up. That took decades of knowledge and practice. It took centuries to finally tap into the power that I've been missing. And it's just a taste, Dagon. I may be chained to this spot in this body. But that doesn't mean I can't help you. I could bring back some of your loved ones. The offer I extended to all of you extends to you as well. Let me help you. Everyone do me a favor, roll a perception check. Jeez, oh, thank you for the good roll. Take yeah, it. finally. How about Jesus. a nature check? Is that cool? Let's do that instead. <laughs> Raylan, Twinsies. Um, Dagon, Kaluna, Corey, Arilov, uh, Actoronis, Una, Braylon, Jadzia. You're all going to notice Bree tense up, step forward, and her fists are going to start to glow. So Dagon noticed Bree light up. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna start like she's kind of had enough of this. He's he's gonna light up too, and uh, 
and say, you have the power to eliminate an entire race and you expect me to help you? I would rather die. Again, as I've said before, that was to balance the scales. There are consequences for every action taken, whether you know it or not. And while I don't want to hurt any of you, if you choose to fight me tonight, you will die. If we leave the scion with you, is it a guarantee that she will come back? Forget everyone else. Is it a guarantee that she will come back? Unfortunately, the process I have to use will render her soul useless. She will be paying the ultimate sacrifice so that all of you can live better lives. I've had enough of all this tempering with life and death. Yeah, and then he just looks quickly at Corey. You've been very kind to me, Corey, but first I thought you gave me a gift when I learned that you brought me back, but I'm starting to realize that. It's more of a curse, waking up all by myself with the walking corpses of the ones I love. And there's no hope in bringing people back from the dead. There's only... The only real thing to do here for me is to keep the people that are alive alive. And that is all that matters to me. And he's going to look at Bree and Una and say, do what you will with the Scion, but we're at the crossroads where you have to choose between the people you love here and the people you want to join in the afterlife. And if you're not content with walking next to the one that might be Kord and fighting with him and being with Bree for the time that she has left on this world, then the choice to me is clear. Otherwise, I will find out. And then he looks at the witch and then he says, otherwise I will find out who you really are and I will see you in three months. And he will start slowly walking out. Uh, can can Una like, stop Bree? <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to do something to stop her. She's still standing there kind of just it's it's just very standoffish very getting ready like she is done can i can una like put her arms around brie and kind of like 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 pull pull her back like walk backwards with her sure that's a athletics check wouldn't necessarily be an extremely high athletics yeah brie. just kind of like a hey, hey hey come with me okay oh yeah that'll do it. okay so um, Una will very tenderly um, wrap her arms around Bree. Um, kind of thing where like, you're pinning someone's arms to their body, you know? Yeah. Um, like you're picking up a toddler, almost. Like, just like... <laughs> um, Which makes but, her powers but, a little tough to use. <laughs> but very in a very nice way. Like, a very sweet, very tender. The second you wrap your arms around her, um, she's going to start to panic <laughs> just a bit. Um, and she's gonna she's gonna buck and 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 try to try to get free and she's gonna see it's you. What are you doing? The, you can't be serious about this. There's there's got to be another way. This can't. This isn't right. This this can't be right. And it's gonna like really quietly like 
like press her face up against her ear and just like, I'm going to save you. Um, she'll she'll stop resisting. Uh, at this point, Bree is going to Bree's going to speak up and start talking to the witch. Could you give us all just a second to talk about this? None of us are leaving. None of us are are going to try to run. But can we just get a minute to talk privately? Um, and you can see the witch is thinking about this. Like, is this is this just kind of a, a plot to just try and take off? But uh, after a moment, she's just going to nod her head very slightly. Bree is going to move outside of the cabin here. So this uh, this would be just on the on the porch. Um, and she would she would kind of make a motion for for people to join her if uh, if you want to. If you don't, you could just stay in there with with the witch. Jotzia will join. Yeah, uh, Merrick. Merrick. Yeah, I think everyone will probably join. <laughs> yeah. After everyone, <laughs> after everyone leaves this this stuffy room, uh, she would she would address the party. Who here trusts her? Jotzia is going to shake her head. Even if I did trust her, I. She wants to kill everyone. That's. We can't let her do that, can we? And she's going to look over at Una. Uh, Una will, like, cross her arms. Like, she's not having any of the witch's bullshit. Um, she believes her. She kind of trusts her, but she's not um, okay with the wholesale slaughter of everything in Theria. Um, so she'll say, no. I mean, we can't We can't let her just kill everything. That's That seems like a last possible step situation. We should at least see if there's other things we can do. I think we should give her the option to choose us as her envoy to go figure out a solution that's not slaughtering everything. I I'm sorry, but how can we even trust anything this person has been saying to us? And let's just say, let's just say that she is a god and that she can bring back all the people if she destroys them first or whatever. Do we even want the gods back? I mean, I'm, I mean, there's a lot of assumptions here or foregone conclusions and I don't trust anything that she's saying or doing anyway. So I don't understand why we're even talking about it. Gonna have to agree with Merrick here. Even if she was speaking the truth, it's an unacceptable truth and. All I hear are lies from a blood mage. is going to kind of look confused over at Merrick because though she does know that Merrick did give up on his god, she didn't think that this that it would stay that way after he found out that they do exist if this lady's telling the truth. So it's kind of like look at the world we're in. If the gods can make this better, then I say let them do it. I'm just saying we don't sacrifice the entire world to do that. Yeah, look at the world as it, as it is now. Right? It's it's terrible. Yeah, I get it. There's good, there's bad. But she said she'd bring back both her friends and those that she considers less friendly. Do you really want ultimate evil walking around, let alone more than one ultimate evil? I mean, I don't know about you, but from what I remember in the stories, bad gods tend to do bad things. And I don't want them walking around out here. Bad people tend to do bad things. And she's going to kind of like back down a little bit like she was brave up until she had to admit that this is kind of her fault. 
I know what's coming, and if he is as powerful as a god, we are going to need gods to fight him. Uh, I think he would take it in, because he, he's not sure what you're talking about. He would take it in, and he, he would think about it. He would probably come back and say, uh, I don't know how much everyone has lost in their life. I've I've lost a lot. And I would give anything, really, to see specific people come back. But I would not let the entire world die and then hang in the balance of someone who says she's ultimate and absolute judgment and trust her to bring everyone that, everyone back. Even if there's some sort of caveat of bringing the righteous and the worthy back, I, I don't think it's worth it. There has to be another way to stop whatever's coming, whatever nonsense she's spitting out. This can't be the only way. That's not how life works. That's something we can agree on, definitely. I just... How do we... She's not just going to let Brie leave, and she's going to, like, gesture to Brianna. And we we can't leave her here, because she'll do it either way. Brie would speak up. All right. Let's say there is another way. And let's say she's not going to let this go with me. Do you believe that she can bring back your families? No. Definitely not. And even if she did, that's not something we should want. I failed to protect the city once. And if we failed to protect the whole world, then wishing for people to come back is a fool's promise. Corey will sort of start to pipe up. She's been sort of in the back, not wanting to voice her opinion. And she'll say that to Actaronis. She'll say, you came back. Brie came back. Una came back. I don't think we're the ones to judge. As you're listing off the the people who came back, uh, Dallas is just going to kind of look down and, you know, you can see him get visibly uncomfortable. He's kind of hiding behind Jesse the entire time. And we can't forget that she will not be the only god returning. I can't think that she would have final say on who comes back. I may not trust her, but I do believe that the gods would do what is right. Then let's find gods we trust, and not this prisoner. I think at air level pipe ups, I think we've already found a god we trust. I mean, I trust Corey with my life. And she looks at you reverently. Corey will blush. <laughs> I think you all are forgetting that that woman in there is not the god of death. Corey is. If anybody has the final say about who comes back, it'd be her. I don't know what sort of caveats that that woman is going to put on who gets to come back. And I think that's what worries me the most. Besides the fact that everyone could die. That's not acceptable. We have to find another way. We could talk to Craig. We could research. I but right now, we need to get out of here. And I'm not going to fight her. We're all agreed, I think, that taking down the entire world to release the gods is not okay, correct? Correct. Yep, of course. Yes. She's already given us all the information that we need. Now we know the gods exist, we know that they're in people, and we have confirmed one god amongst us, and we can get more. We take this information, and we go and we find a better way to release the gods. And if she doesn't like this, we can kill her. 
Well, that's a plan I can get behind. <sighs> she'll just reincarnate into another body. It's not like she'll go away. Hmm. And if she, and if she does, she may not remember who she is. But we'll know all of this, even if she doesn't. And if she forgets that we fucked her over, maybe that's for the best. Uh, Bree's going to pipe up. Aren't we skipping ahead a bit? We're assuming we can kill her. Why hasn't she left the swamp beforehand? Why does she need your body? Hers is weak. She's died in previous lives. She can die in this one. And she already voiced that she's worried that if she were to die, she would lose her memories. So she can die. She is a wealth of knowledge, though. She might be able to help us find another way if we can reason with her. She does not seem entirely crazy. And everyone remember, John Zia kind of has a twisted view if he was actually crazy and he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brandon's going to say, ah, in my experience, you don't really reason with justice. It usually has the right points or the wrong points. I've found... Shouldn't justice be the most reasonable of them all? I'm just starting to get answers. I don't know if I could kill her. There's no shame in running at this point. Okay. Here's where we are. I don't trust this person. I don't know if she's done anything to help me or just try to attack me. I don't know if she can bring people back from the dead and bring all of your loved ones back. I don't know if she can stop demons. I don't know if she can destroy a world and rebuild it from the ground up. But I do know that we can't let her destroy the world for any reason, because there's no reason in the world that we can trust that she would bring it all back. What's the point after that? And I know one thing beyond that, and that's that she can't have Brie. So... With all of that in mind, I'll say this. It seems like a lot of you, and he'll look at Una, seem to think that she's telling the truth. And he'll look at Corey. And that some of us are gods. And you know what? Fine. I'll give all of it to you because what if I'm wrong? What if the demons are on their way? What if it's going to be hell all over Theria, even worse than it already is? Then we probably should do something about it. Maybe we could talk to her. Maybe we can reason with her. If we can have Bree and we can find another way, then I'll hop on board and I'll never question it again. If we're wrong, we're wrong, but no harm done, right? Bree's going to fold her arms. That makes a lot of sense. I'll say this. I don't think she would tell us all of this if she didn't think she could defend herself. She may be weak for a god, but even if we were just dealing with a really powerful blood mage and we didn't know what we know, what are the odds that we're all going to walk out of this if we try and fight her? I agree. We need to try to talk to her and agree to our side. And the only thing that we have to make sure she agrees to is that you leave here with us. Merrick's going to nod and say... She can either have Bree and kill all of us, or she can keep Bree alive and have the rest of us behind her. That's not a bad deal. We go. We talk to her, even though she's obviously listening to every word we say. If she doesn't like our terms, we'll kill her. Or at least I will. 
You all can run. That's fine. She's clearly afraid of death. And if I have learned anything, that's a disadvantage. Real nod. Okay. Merrick will walk right back on in. Kalen will grab his hand first and walk with him. Because they're scared. <laughs> the witch is standing in the exact same spot. She'll be looking at the entire party as they, they come marching back in. Do me a favor and roll a perception check for me. Holy fuck! Wow. I got a 24! Hey man, 19 is pretty good for me. Wow, good really job! Bad. This is an Ooh. awesome string. The lowest wow, okay. Holy 31. shit. We're all paying really close Real. attention right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're stressed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a little stressed lately. <laughs> Everyone in the party is going to tell from her facial expression that she already knows what you're going to say. She heard every word, or at least knows what you were saying. Can we try and say it with the diplomacy check? Oh, please go right ahead. Like, she's not saying a word. Nobody has better diplomacy, right? Because I'm not necessarily uh, wanting to do this. I sure do not. What do you have? Plus 17. I have a plus no. 14, so I'm close. Yeah. You're, 13. You're if you best. need an assist, I can back you up. I have a plus 6. So, going back into the cabin, kind of facing down the witch, and we'll just kind of step up, kind of so that she is in contact with as many of her group as she can. So, like, next to Jadzia, next to Bree, next to Merrick, um, she wants to appear as, like, part of a cohesive unit. And she's going to look dead at the witch, completely calm, not scared at all, and just say, look, we've come to the consensus that we don't really relish the thought of allowing you to kill everyone on the planet. That's a bit of overkill, even to do something as amazing as returning the gods to where they are. We're terrified of the demon too, but we feel like it's a better solution for everyone to let us go, to let Bree go, to let us find another solution for this and to release the gods without destroying every soul on the planet. You can either let us go as a team and solve this for you, work with you, or unfortunately, it is also possible for you to reject this idea. And if you do that, you will have to kill every last one of us and then wander out there alone. Do me a favor, roll a diplomacy check. The witch is going to close the gap between Una and her, and the rest of the party. So you're suggesting that I just let you walk out of here tonight? And what if something horrible were to happen to either one of you? She's going to kind of glance over at Bree. What then? Look, there are several of us in this room who have the power of resurrection. We are also fiercely loyal and excellent at keeping each other safe. It's a lot less risky for you to send Bree out with all the rest of us than it is for you to take her body and walk out of here with it. If you do that, you're as vulnerable as she would be walking out alone, which is not very vulnerable, mind you, but still less powerful than she is with us around her. Do me a favor, roll a diplomacy check, add a plus one to that. Sweet. The witch is going to go silent for a moment and really start thinking about this. 
And then she's going to look over to Dagon. And what do you think about all of this? I think if the Aladrin imprisoned you, they had a good reason for it. And I'm not going to help you get out of that. Do you think I had a good reason for doing what I've done to your people? Can you tell me, honestly, why they would have done this to you? The Eladrin have always been about control and power. You didn't have the time to learn that about your people before I unfortunately had to take them away from you. I know my people are good people. Some of them were. No race is all bad. Bree's actually going to speak up. I don't think it's right that you're imprisoned here. We're trying to help you, but we can't let you just kill everyone. There has to be a better way to do it. The witch, still staring at Dagon, is going to kind of side-eye Bree. Three months. That's how much time I have to get your body where it needs to be. In three months' time, I need that to happen. The problem is, I don't know if we even have that much time. A chain of events has been set in motion, and she's going to look over at Jadzia. Tell them what they can expect. Jadzia's going to kind of freeze, because she kind of hinted that she knew what was going on outside. I gave a very powerful demon a very powerful soul in return for my own. I was short-sighted because I needed it. But for what's coming, we will need the gods. They're our only hope. And the entire time She's looking at the witch, like, straight in her eyes. But give us the three months. Just give us that much to try to find another way to go about it. That's all we need. And if if we can't... And then she's going to go silent because she doesn't want to say it. Like, she's going to look over it, breathe very quickly, and then look at the floor because she does not want to say that shit out loud. We'll drag her back here. Do me a favor... Una, roll a diplomacy check and Jadzia assist, please. Oh, thank God. <laughs> At least if I'm assisting, I can only hurt a little bit. Oof, 24, not great. Uh, oh, thank God. Yay! I assist! My main concern here is that resurrection isn't exactly a guaranteed way of bringing someone back, is it? You've all been very lucky. And she's going to pan around the room because a lot of you have come back. What if this girl has run out of luck? Nothing is guaranteed. That's the answer. There are at least two people who can do resurrection in this party. If you were to take her and go out there on your own, you would have no one to resurrect you should anything happen. Not even a chance which is what she'll get if we're with her. You can tell how much we care about her. We're not going to let it get to that point. Bree would speak up. If the three months goes by and we're no closer to a solution, I'll come back willingly. 
as long as you promise not to hurt anyone in this room. Do me a favor, Una, roll a diplomacy check, and Bree's going to assist. The witch is going to take all of this in. And she's going to look to Bree. Hold out your hand. And Bree's going to look over to Una, just for like, should I? Una will look at the witch. Why? Because I want an assurance. Now hold out your hand. And the entire time she does not break eye contact with Bree. And Bree is going to hold out her hand. And um, the witch kind of wears slightly like billowy clothing, uh, sleeves specifically. But do me a favor, everyone in the party roll a perception check. Look at all them dice. And wow. Right there with you, Braylon. Damn. (laughs) Welcome welcome to the bottom of the barrel, (laughs) y'all. Una, Kaluna, Aralove, Dagon. All of you are going to see the witch kind of cup Bree's hand with with her left hand. So she's going to take her hand. And then in her right hand, she's going to produce a knife. And again, the entire time, not breaking eye contact with Bree. But she is going to get ready and stick this knife in Bree's hand. Kaluna's going to hold Merrick's hand a little tighter. Hail squeeze. Bree's going to try to try to pull away, but the witch seems to be deceptively strong, and the witch is going to stick this knife clean through Bree's Bree's right hand, and Bree is going to obviously react uh just sort of let loose just not 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 screaming or anything like that just just obviously this is a hell of a lot of pain to go through um she's going to clench her left uh, hand into a fist and the glowing is going to start and the witch is going to tell una you might want to hold her for a moment una's gonna look at brie like do you want help uh just like just give her like kind of like questioning eyes like are you okay with that um, so at this point, Bree's, Bree's eyes have kind of disappeared, so it's that creepy thing of talking to someone with no pupils. <laughs> but after the, after the initial stab, the witch isn't doing anything to her, to, to, to hurt her. So after a moment, she's, she's just kind of like through gritted teeth going to look at Una and just like, just like shake her head. No. Okay, uh, Una will like stand closer in case of emergency grabbing, mm-hmm. but let her take her own shit. The witch is going to toss the knife aside onto the floor and then with her right hand grab Bree's right hand. And you're going to see these bloody tendrils come through the open wound and start to snake their way up her arm and then stop right around the time they get to her forearm. Picture like you see weeds growing up the side of a house, something like that, almost like ivy. So it's kind of a thin red bloody tendrils that are wrapping their way up Bree's arm and then they're going to go underneath the skin. So it almost looks like it's a, like a sort of a red tattoo type of thing. And Bree's going to be in immense pain while this is happening. Uh, so much so that she drops down to one knee. And she is going to strike the floor beneath her with, with her spare hand. And it is going to put a hole in the floor, but not, not like decimate or something like that. She's not going to kill everybody. Just, just, um, and after a moment, the witch is going to let go. And then she's going to look to everyone in the room. You have a little less than three months. 
I expect you to keep in touch. Okay, Una will scoop Bree up off the floor and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> As Merrick is, is probably walking out um, to, to chase after Una and Bree, he's just going to look at the witch and, and catch her eye and say, Is it really gone? Did you remove it? It won't be bothering you again. I would hope that you would remember that. Luna's going to shove him out the door. I'm like, come on, dude, let's go. There's, there's, so in, so in her voice, it's like, there's usually kind of not a melodic tone, but I mean, it's usually much more like nothing bothers me. The, the way she delivered that, it's very much like, don't fucking forget what I just did for you. That kind of thing. It's very, now you owe me. It's very mafia-esque. Yeah. 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 I mean, if Kaluna is pushing Merrick out the door, then I think he'll just, yeah, he'll just go. I think he got the message. Um, all right. As you seem to be just waiting to see what's going on, I'll just catch up and tell everyone, as for my part, this seems to be where our path will split. Although we'll probably be working towards the same goal, which is to say, vanquishing those demons. I can't go on with your group any longer. Not with what seems to be, and he looks at Jadzia, a blood mage who's funneling souls to demons. And then he looks at Una and a paladin whose faith is ambivalent. If you do plan on releasing her and I find out that she is rightfully shackled here, then I will stand in your way. And then he nods and he starts going back and just says but I really hope that I don't find that she is the prisoner I think she is Uno will like spit after him and just say you could fucking try Tin Man but he will just nod at Merrick as he leaves for just as Actronis turns around and starts to walk away Merrick I'm, I'm just imagining he's just an arm length away Merrick will grab his shoulder for just a second and, and reach out his hand if he can stop him yeah. And that's it. Just, I don't know, just some moment of connection for some reason. Oh. And just reach out his hand. Yeah, that's it. He will still bow. Like, after being stopped this quick moment, he'll just stand as straight as he can and do a deep bow to all of you, despite what he just said. And then he'll start going over again. Once he's gone, Colin is going to look at everyone else and say, we don't know what he just said, but we don't like the way he said it. Merrick's going to sort of lean to Kaluna and say, basically, I, I think he's saying what we're all thinking, but he's just being kind of direct about it. He's one of us. So he wants to leave really, really bad? Why did he say it like that then? That's why, why was he so mean? It's, he's, he's, uh, he's a tin can. He doesn't. Words, never mind. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out later. Wait, 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 wait. Is he a Warforged? And they're going to grab for their dagger? Like, hold the fuck up. No, 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 no. Well, let's just get out of the swamp and then we'll figure it all out. We like that plan. Let's do that. So Actoronis is going to join the rest of Group 2 in the cabin again. They're going to walk up to the witch and say, this demon threat appears to be 
very serious and very real, as far as I can tell. I, I want you to bring them back. If it's as bad as it seems, then we're going to need them. I will help you if you bring them back. What makes you think that they would help me? I... Surely I can talk to them. There's... I just need them back. Do me a favor, roll diplomacy. I'm not going to bring them back. I can't. She's going to hold up her hand really quickly before she can see that you want to you wanna interject. But I can tell you where to find them. All of them. Where? You came in on a boat, right? Yeah. You're going to need that. So he's probably getting pretty excited, but cautious at the same time, trying to compose himself. Where, 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 please, where are they? She's going to reach up uh, with her right hand, still kind of coated in breeze blood. (laughs) (laughs) And she is going to touch Dagon's face. And then slide her hand up to Dagon's forehead. And unless the party stops her, she's going to get ready and do something. I'm not going to resist. Terrified, but I won't resist. Does it look like she's about to attack him? (laughs) Like, is Um, she breaking out a knife? (laughs) No, 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 no knife. No, it's just her hand. Uh, she is going to... It's clear she's getting ready to do something. You're just not exactly sure what. And it's kind of hard to read this woman. Maybe I'll take a step closer. <laughs> there is going to be this this flash. And to the rest of the party, it appears as though there's just this... There's a bit of force and the flash, and Dagon's going to fall backwards a bit. Not not knocked down, but there's like... Ooh, like just he's gonna he's gonna go back a step or so. Dagon is going to get several flashes in his head. And essentially it is sort of like a visual map. He is going to know where he needs to go. There's a continent called Talor. And whether you want to fill everybody else in on this is up to you. But if you were to go there, you have a journey ahead of you. Okay. So he's gotten He's gotten the information he would need. He's gotten everything he needs. I think he would look up at Corey uh, first with like just uh, shock and amazement in his eyes. His eyes and just say, uh, I I know where they are. And like holding back tears at the same time. Uh, Corey will just give a sly smile back to him. He'll look back at the witch and say, I know you're here for a reason. A good reason. But I said I'd help you. And I will. 
I assume right now he just wants to run out the door and run for the ship. Um, she's still standing pretty close to you. If you are working to help me get free, then perhaps it's time that your people were free as well. Even though their punishment wasn't nearly as long or as harsh as mine. We're both going to have to trust each other. And if you decide that that's where you're going to go, she's going to look around at the rest of the party. Then I wish you all the luck in the world. I think he's going to turn to Corey because she's found out a lot of crazy things today as well. Corey, what do you want to do? Corey's going to look back at Dagon and she's going to say, you have been looking for them for a lifetime. You have to go. You have to find them. You have to find your family. And she'll sort of like gently put her hand on his shoulder. But I'm just starting to find out who I am. So you need to go without me. He's going to say thank you. And give her a big hug. She'll return the hug and, and she's going to squeeze tightly, but not tightly enough that she'll like break his spine. <laughs> but it's like a, a real, it's like, <laughs> it's like a very like heartfelt embrace and she almost does not want to let go. Just promise me one thing, Dagon. And she's whispering this in his ear, so I don't know if anybody else okay. would hear it. Promise that we will see each other again. Of course. You have my word. Stegan will take a step back and turn to the rest of the group and say, we're heading for Tulur. Is anyone with me? Do me a favor, everyone in the party, roll a history check for me, please. There we go. Jesus. Oh my god, Christmas. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I have no idea where we're going. That's a huge <laughs> check. Who's coming? Oh, that is a heal check. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. I missed You cannot <laughs> heal Talor. <laughs> We're there going we go. to Talor. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was another one. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, close. and then he walks to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, let's see. Actoronis. Oh, wow. No one really knows that much about it. Dagon knows him. Okay. So, rolled at 30. Yeah. Um, Braylon, Actoronis, and Dagon. So, the continent of Talor is not exactly incredibly welcoming of outsiders, and there's a big reason for that. The two predominant races on that continent are the Lion Folk and the Githserai. And <laughs> they really don't like each other at all because they have polar opposite belief structures. They've actually been locked in a war for a long, long, long time. Uh, the Githerai, you know, value knowledge above all else and uh, work with magic a lot. That's that's kind of what they're into. Uh, but um, they will train their bodies a bit. They they're, they they value you know knowledge and spells and books and all that stuff. Kind of what Umanira is about, but as an entire race, that's what they're about. The opposite of the you know, the Dragonborn. 
Uh, the lion folk are pretty much all about the physical. They're about combat. They're about proving themselves. They're they're about you know. But they do value their old. We've kind of gotten into that with uh, with with Delmar's new character. Getting there is going to be a problem as well. It's very far to the east of Brightport, so off off the you know, the eastern coast of of the mainland and. Let's say the waters there, the waters getting there are really, really rough. The Hydra that you guys encountered getting here, that might be the least of your worries, getting there. <laughs> so I would think very long and very hard about how badly you want this, but it is completely possible to get there. There is a reason that there really isn't any trade between Talor and the mainland. Like, Brightport would love to get some of the stuff that they have there, but it's just too dangerous. A lot of, a lot of pirates won't touch it. Once you're on the continent, again, you have to worry about the, the civil war that's been waging there for a really long time. The continent itself has a completely different wildlife structure. A complete, like you're going you're gonna to see some stuff there that you've never seen on the mainland, obviously. But all of this is doable. It just depends on how badly you want it. Well, there's no way Dagon is not going. Kind of figured. Yeah. If it's by himself, it's by himself. Now that everyone knows about this... <laughs> Now you guys can make an informed decision. Yeah. Uh, Actaron is actually going to step up to you and put his hand on your shoulder and say, I believe we will all find the answers we're looking for. Because uh, he's thinking about the uh, Kitsurai being uh, bookworms like that. And uh, Actaron is assumes that gods aren't just uh, attached to the mainland if it's a whole planet, so... There might be some books that could be useful over there. As well as the actual Eladrin knowing stuff. Um, Dagon will just give him a big smile and say thank you. And Actronus is going to look down at Braylon. Uh, Braylon's going to step forward. He'll look at Cory and kind of sniffle a little bit and be like, yeah, it's going to be fun. We can, you know, we can do the whole adventure thing again, and and when we're finished, we'll come back. Corey will give Braylon a nookie. <laughs> For all he's time's gonna, sake! Yeah, he's going to grab her leg. He's going to hug her leg, because that's all I can reach. In the darkest moments of my life, I prayed to you. And even though you weren't aware of your power, you always came through. I, you even, without knowing that you did it, brought me back from death. In the next few days, I found you. You are my queen, and I will serve you in any way that you need me. Do you need me here? Corey's going to have sort of a, a sullen look on her face. And she's going to get down eye level with... Era love. And she's going to say, I think you're the first person who's ever said they believed in me before. And she's going to pull her into a hug very tightly and just say, protect Dagon for me, please. As you wish. And she'll return your hug and then turn to Dagon and say to him, I'm with you. Dagon will nod to uh, Aralove uh, with appreciation. He'll look up to Cory. 
definitely trying to hold back a lot of emotion. You could probably see it in his eyes and uh, smile and then and turn and, and walk out. I'll, uh, I'll walk up to Corey and try to stand as straight as I can. And uh, I'll tell her, this, this doesn't change who you are. Don't let her get in your head. Don't think that there is burden, that you have the burden of everybody's life and death. Just remember that everybody's got ownership of their own life. And also remember, I will know where you are at all times. And he says it with a smile, but it doesn't come across. <laughs> uh, she'll sort of chuckle and uh, she'll just say, I'm going to miss your rusty ass. And she'll knock his head like ding, ding. <laughs> and he's going to say, I'm not a mistake, right? You could never be a mistake, Actoronis. And he will bow as low as he's ever bowed and will be on his way. How about we catch up with group three here? Um, after you get out of the uh, of the shack, Brie would be looking at her arm pretty intensely, just 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 studying this because it's it's uh, it's concerning. <laughs> and the wound in her hand has 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 healed over, uh, seemingly as a result of whatever the witch just did. But she's just kind of like tracing tracing the lines of where these tendrils were, and you can you can kind of see them like underneath her skin. So she's just looking at it uh, in the dark outside, just kind of tracing her fingers over it. What would everyone else be doing? Uno would be like gathering everyone like, okay, everyone ready to go. Everyone okay with this? We should probably leave. This is a dangerous place and it's time to get the fuck out. No question. We got to get out of here. But what's, what's our plan? I mean, she let us go and we're supposed to help her. What... How are we doing this? What are, what what are we doing? Are we are we are we going to do something? And and are our friends still inside the hut are going to do something else? Or are we working together? What's what's the idea? I think they have their own agenda. I'm not sure. At least based on what the Eladrin was saying, that they are going down the same path that we are. We have to well, get to safety. Make sure everything's squared away. And then figure out where to tackle this. Yeah, okay. We're definitely not safe anywhere close to here. Yeah, I want to leave this place. Is there anything you want to ask the witch? Have you dealt with everything? As far as I can tell, she... If I can believe her... Everything's taken care of that I came here for. Luna is going to sort of stare at Merrick's face, just sort of looking very thoughtful. And then they're going to start just sort of poking him in the cheek, just repeatedly. Just poke, 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 <laughs> I think, I think at this point, I mean, it's, it's just starting to hit him what's happened. And it probably the blood would drain out of his, his head a little bit. While Kaluna is doing that, <laughs> poking him, but just kind of it's washing over him that wait a minute, I, I actually did get it taken care of, I think, or I hope, I don't know. 
he's going to say, I don't feel any different, but I can tell you one thing, and that's I haven't ever felt as much pain as I did when she did whatever she did to me. And I didn't turn. I didn't even flinch that part of me. So I think it's done, at least for now. The only thing I don't like about it is that now I feel like I'm in her debt and I don't want to be in her debt. Trust me, if we pull this off, she'll still owe us. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I don't know what to trust. I don't know what to trust about her. I don't know what to trust about me. So, I don't know. Keep your distance, but there's a good chance that I'm just Merrick. We'll test it out. When we get back, okay, we'll lock you in a room and yell at you or something. Okay. Don't All worry. Right. I think it's gone. Talyn is going to look kind of indignant. I'm going to say, what do you think we're doing right now? As they're poking his face. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this, you guys. I've been poking for a while. <laughs> But um, uh, it's going to sort of dawn on Kaluna, too. Like, they weren't really paying attention. They were very focused on their task. But then they're going to sort of absorb what Merrick was saying, and they're going to slowly stop poking him. And they're going to stand there for a second, like, as they're finishing up their conversation. And then they're just going to throw themselves at him and hug him as tight as they can. Yeah, I think he would He would be beaming uh and he would, you know, lift Kaluna off the ground as much as he can and just hug. Super, super tight. Um, let's cut back. Let, let's cut back to Corey here because I'm, I'm curious about something. Corey is the one character who stayed. So I want to, I want to, is there something you wanted to talk to the witch about? Is there, like, is there some unfinished business? Because you, you didn't want to leave with the party. So I'm guessing the whole God thing. It's hitting her pretty hard. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be watching the door as everyone from her group leaves, almost waiting for the door to close. And she's going to look back at the witch and hesitantly, like, she's going to take a moment. And then she's finally going to say, if what you're saying is true, that you can really free me, free us. And she'll sort of dart her eyes around. Then what do you need me to do? Uh, the witch is going to close the gap between the two of them. I told you. You have a much larger part to play in all of this. But I think you understand that now. I am going to need that girl. If they can't do what they say. I would like you to keep an eye on them. And do everything in your power to keep her safe. Because if they fail, then she's going to be the key to freeing both of us. Do you understand? She'll nod her head and make eye contact with the witch. And just say, I do, sister. For the first time, she is going to reach out to Corey and actually hug her. You should probably get going. Time is of the essence. She'll step away and sort of compose herself and then walk towards the door. Um, 
but before she walks through, she'll give the witch one more nod and and shut the door behind her. So my understanding is group two is taking off for the boat. They were they were kind of out the door and on their way. Yeah. Yes. All right. So you guys have your direction. You know what you're doing. Group three is getting ready to leave here. Uh, yeah. Let's yes. Beeline out of the swamp. Um, are they still on the patio <laughs> deck? I I would say they're outside. Like they're they're getting okay. ready. This all kind of happened. We're lounging in some plastic chairs. <laughs> yeah, they're not comfy. They're they're definitely leaving. Like that's... drinking a Corona, just chilling out. <laughs> you know. Um, well, if she can see them, I think she would approach them. Uh, Kaluna will look simultaneously delighted and suspicious, but they'll uh, they won't do anything. They're j- they're just going to sort of let other people do things because they aren't good at the talkies. Uh, Una's going to like look her up and down. Because she knows she's she's a god, and she's, like, very respectful of that. Um, and she say, Obviously, you're welcome, Raven Queen. You're not going to fuck us over, though, right? Uh, Corey's not used to such bluntness. Um, so she's just kind of kind of be taken aback by that and just be like, No. Um, Una will look like, Okay, that's the end of that, then. Like, it's settled. Um, and she's like, all right, let's go. Like, kind of looking around like everyone else, like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, is there room enough for a god on Amara's back? (laughs) Other other than that, it's fine with me. Phallus would kind of be, obviously be standing behind Jadzi the entire time, but at a certain point, just do the thing where he's putting putting his hands on her shoulders like, let's just fucking go, please. Can we just go? Like, you could tell he's very antsy. He's not saying anything, just very, like, come on, we did what we said we were going to do. We're done. Let's just go. Let's get out. Um, Once everyone sort of agrees, like, yeah, come with us, bro. uh, Kaluna will sort of bounce up to Corey and sort of hold out a hand very awkwardly. Say, we're Kaluna. Hi. I don't think they ever actually introduced themselves. I like it better if they had. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else introduced them and they just, they don't care. Uh, she'll respond back and be like, Corey, nice to finally meet you. Uh, Kaluna's going to sort of stand on their tippy toes. I mean, they normally stand on their tippy toes, but they're going to lean up as much as they can. And they're going to sort of gesture for Corey to move her face down closer to theirs. Okay, she'll, she'll, she'll do that. And they'll, um... While grinning, they're going to say, just sort of very quietly, if you do anything to hurt Merrick, we will rip your guts out. <laughs> and then they're going to uh, sort of trot back over to Merrick, like, let's go, let's get out of here. Again, Corey's not really used to this, so she's just going to kind of have like a confused look on her face, like, is this how this is going <laughs> to be now? And she'll just shout back and say, I, I like your leaves. Thanks! is um, going to reach up and, like, take both of Valis' arms, and she's actually going to pull him down a little bit so that he's hugging her. And she looks like she's about to cry, but she just wants to leave. Like, she's happier here, but she also just unleashed a hell demon onto the universe. Right. She's a little distracted. Bree's gonna snap out of what she was doing with, with her arm, and then... 
she's actually going to reach for Una's hand after a while. Uh, and, and just sort of look at her like, just let's please go. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Una is impatient with the not leaving instantly. Um, so as soon as Bree reaches for her hand, she'll just grab it and like start like strolling forward. Guys, I think that's a pretty good time for us to stop for the night. Oh my. We really hope that you guys enjoyed Bad Moon Part 2. I hope you understand now why we had to be so tight-lipped about things that have been happening. If you subscribe to us on Patreon, which, by the way, we very much appreciate because it helps us literally keep our lights on in our house. We live off of that, so thank you very much. But we do a newsletter on there, and we have been very kind of coy and tight-lipped. We've had people asking us many, many, many questions specifically about gods now for a very long time on the show. And now you know why we couldn't answer those questions. So Theriathon, July 11th from noon Eastern to midnight. We're going to be doing 12 hours of just DNR stuff. It's going to be a huge celebration, just like it was last year. We really hope even more people show up. If you got a question for the mailbag, which you just may, after listening to that episode, send them to dnrpodcast at gmail.com. That's d-a-n-d-r-podcast at gmail.com, and we will do our very best to answer them, and we hope to see you at Theriathon. So, as we promised at the front of the show, we said that we sat down with Brian Tillman, the gentleman running the Dark Legacy the Dragon Epoch Kickstarter, and we just wanted to pick his brain and ask him a couple of questions, so me and Bree sat down with him, and here's that interview. Um, firstly, uh, tell us, tell us what dark legacy is like, what, what's it all about? Why, why should people, why should people jump on board here? Well, dark legacy is something that I would say a little bit different. It's an RPCG. So it's a role playing card game and it's a mix between magic gathering, dungeon dragons and chess. Uh, the game is actually a, it is considered a deck builder, but it's actually a character builder because everything is based on a leveling system. So what happens is you actually start off the game by creating your character. So you'll come up with a backstory. You'll come up with an idea of what faction you want to be part of. And when, you, when you're doing that, everything revolves around who you want to be. So your deck will actually be your character. Unlike in all the other trading card games where everything is centered around the win condition... In this, it's centered around you. So if you wanted to be a ninja, you're going to start picking cards, so weapons, armors, magic spells, creatures that are going to help you be a ninja versus someone who wants to be a knight. And so they'll pick, obviously, different cards. But the great part about this game is the fact that if you want to be a ninja and I want to be a ninja, we're going to have different cards. Because if you want to be a silent ninja and I want to be an exploding ninja, while we'll have some type of similarities... The way we play the game entirely is going to be completely different. And I think that adds something, com- like I said, completely different to card games because it brings in the emotions of an RPG. So you actually playing the game, and as you play, you get more experience. The more experience, the more you level, the more you level, the bigger, better creatures, weapons, armors, and spells that you get to use. And so when you win, you win, and you're super excited. And when you lose, you're pretty bummed out about it. It's not like Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon where after a couple turns the game's over and you go, well, that's great. I'm moving on. Let's play again. You're, you're going to be playing for a while. The average game is about 30 to 40 minutes. So you, you get pretty invested in this game. Um, this is okay. So this is an expansion pack for the game, essentially like an add-on. The, um, the new Kickstarter. 
No, it, it's a standalone set. Okay. But it's, it's a continuation from the first one. And so what I'm very heavy, very, very big on storytelling. And so we're, I, I gave everyone a starting point, and that was the first set. That was Dark Legacy The Rising. And now we're moving on through time. And as the world progresses in the war and, and people trying to defeat the Kaiser, who's the main bad guy, um, and something drastic has happened at the end of the first set. And that's what sparks the second set, which is the Dragon Epoch. And so there's going to be, right before the release, there's going to be a story that I'm going to release, a short story, that is going to tell you how we got from the Rising set to the Dragon Epoch set. And there's actually some elements that weren't uh, in the original that are in the standalone set, the new one. That is correct. Um, I'm introducing classes and skill cards. And so I'm really trying to push that role-playing element so every class gets its own innate ability and three specific cards that are only towards that class. So you actually get to start picking and choosing what you want to be. So once again, if you want to be a knight, you could also be a ninja knight or a wizard ninja or a hero alchemist. You know, there you're allowed to have two classes once you hit level 10. And so you, the combinations are going to be almost endless as far as what you want to do and how you're going to compile your character, which then allows you to really customize who you want to be. Um, there's also dragons, which I'm introducing. And the dragons bring a new mechanic to the game called degeneration. And so now the creatures don't actually regenerate at the beginning of your turn. These creatures that have degeneration on it are actually going to tick down. So if it has a 100 health points, when you hit it for 20, now it has 80. So it will eventually die, but it's there to cause, you know, to give you a threat, something bigger than just, oh, this is a big creature, my hero can one-shot it. You're going to actually have to fight these big creatures. And then lastly, I'm introducing uh, global effects, and so each player is allowed to have one global effect that will affect everyone in the board. Okay, all of this actually sounds like a blast. And uh, you and I talked last week, but I mean, this is... I kind of want to play this now, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can, I can, you know, I can get you the first set, but all the... I think. So, you know, I'm doing this on my own. I have a couple people who have helped me, a, a few friends who are like, hey, we can do a card or two here. So I have some... They probably did maybe 25 cards out of a 328 run for the first set. And on the first one, I have even fewer people doing fewer cards. And there's a 300, uh, 300 cards, and I'm doing everything. And so the first set, I would say, was like, this is what I want to do. This is my trial run. And it was like, I really like the way it plays. A lot of people enjoy it. But there are things that I wanted to expand on, and that's what this second set is. And I'm very excited for the second set to come out myself. How many cards are in the second set? 300. Okay. Um, is there, so before we wrap things up, is there, is there anything you want to, you want to tell people out there just to just, you know, where can they find you? You know, what, you know, just anything else that you'd like to tell them before we, before we wrap up? Um, well, you can always check out the website at dark-legacy.net. <clears throat> Don't go to .com because we'll be going to a jazz band. <laughs> um, there's also the Facebook page, just Facebook Dark Legacy. Um, you know, definitely check out the Kickstarter. I think it's well worth it. And if you're, if you're interested in, if you like card games, but you're looking for something a little bit deeper 
to involve yourself in and be part of, this is the game for you. Uh, I'm very big into bringing players into the story, and there are elements that some of my fans and players have actually given me that are the reason why I have the second set coming out, and there are cards that they had suggested that I have made into actual cards, so I'm giving them actual credit. Um, story elements have come from fans, and so I'm, I'm a big proponent of keeping the people who play the game involved in the game instead of, well, I'm the one who created you, do what I want. It's more of a, no, we're going to work this out together to have the best possible interactive, involved, trading card, role-playing game. Well, dude, that, that honestly sounds fantastic. We, we really hope that this gets funded, and we, we can't wait to check it out. Oh, thank you very much. Um, thanks for all the support, and you know, all I can say is thank you, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, thank you very much, sir. Absolutely.